Welcome to the ghost gig. Panic. Are you sitting comfortably? Then let's begin. Hello, everyone. Hello, we've begun. We have. Welcome back, Vince. Nice to have you back. Oh, yeah. You look so confused. I was really lost. What What happened? I live here as well. You weren't on the last episode. I don't, yeah, that's why I don't remember it. That'll make sense. You did listen to it. Yes, I did listen to it. He hates me. No. <laughs> just, that confused me. I thought, I didn't, yeah, I wouldn't remember it because I wasn't here to remember it. It's nice to have you back. I Yay. was very scared and alone last time. I'm disappointed there wasn't a sock puppet. Oh, well, maybe this is the sock puppet and no. I'm just the most amazing ventriloquist no, ever. No, I want to participate. I don't want to be a sock puppet. <laughs> Or maybe I'm just doing your voice. Can't replace me with a piece of laundry. Maybe I'm googly just, eyes. <laughs> maybe I'm just doing your voice right now, and no nope. one can tell. No, no, I don't think that's the case. No. Okay. Well, they'll never know. If I'm a ventriloquist dummy, where is your hand? Yeah, they don't want to know that. <laughs> if you make any high pitched noises throughout, that's why. Absolutely. <laughs> you <Anyway>. wait. <laughs> Hope everyone's. Well, and and having a nice weekend is weekend here, so yeah, let's say weekend. Yeah, let's say weekend. Feels um, the right thing to do. The UK at the moment is um, awash with grief because our Queen has died this uh, this week, which has been a weird old week, hasn't it? Well, for me, I think you don't. You're not that bothered, are you? Oh, it's in the news all the time. Well, it would be, wouldn't it? They've had a lot of news exposure this year. I, I'm yeah, fine. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, it's been a funny old week, but we're back recording, which is very exciting. We are, yeah. So, um, let's get straight into the film that we are going to review. And which we sing actually about. ended up watching a long time ago now, I've realised. It's such a long gap for us to have well, watched a film and then not. It's a film I know very well. So, for me, it's a lot easier for you, maybe not so much. Yeah, I, by the time I actually had to write a song about it, I'd okay. forgotten it. To be um, honest, I realised it didn't make much of an impression on me, the film. Usually, I when we watch a film. You know, my mind goes on about it and, it, you know, there's, there's things I pull out of it and I enjoy kind of not reliving or rewatching it, but, you know, I think about it. Oh, that's, that's interesting. Like, I don't really get much of that from this. Well, so shall I introduce the film? Yes. Okay. So the film we watched is Orphan. Yes. And just to give um, a quick overview, um, after losing their baby, a couple adopt a nine-year-old girl. However, they soon make a troubling discovery about her mysterious past and uncover several traits of her disturbing personality. Absolutely. And I think we're going to have to say that we probably will have to give away the twist in this film because we are given that the the, to... the prequel has come out, which yeah, you know, rests on the fact that you know, and that was out what, four weeks yeah, ago now. So we're this is actually a two parter because we're going to review Orphan and then we're going to review Orphan First Kill next week. Or next time. Yes. So we are going to have to re- reveal the twist. So apologies if people haven't seen it or maybe skip past this yes. bit. Sorry for ruining a film from 12 years ago. Vince, people might not have seen it. You hadn't yeah. seen it before. No, I hadn't seen it before, no. But it, it's one of that sort of era when the twist was everything. And if you... Well, I yeah. personally think it's a very good twist. I remember seeing... It was, so, a, great, it was a good twist, So they yes. adopt this little girl and she is incredibly well-mannered, incredibly intelligent... To the point, though, where she's very creepy, actually. You know, there's nothing... I think I've said before, there's nothing creepier than a very overly polite child. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, his children in general are already yeah. quite terrifying. This little girl dresses in old-fashioned sort of dresses. Um, she's got black bands around her wrists and throat um, and is pretty emotionless. Yes. 
she's very good at art. She's amazing. Which the, the couple have a little girl who's deaf, and this girl can mysteriously sign. You know, to the little girl, um, just mysteriously knows her sign language. Um, and um, it's one of those ones where it's like, oh yeah, everything's perfect, but you obviously know it's not perfect. Um, and the twist, I remember seeing this at the cinema and it's not anything, I did not expect this. No, twist. no, no, I, I would oh, not have known that was coming. Yeah, unfortunately you already knew because we'd seen the, we, you watched the, the films the wrong way around. Um, that was your my fault. fault. Yeah, my, my fault. I was like, I'll be I, fine. I enjoyed both in their own ways. I didn't mind that I knew the twist because, yeah. you know. Um, so I'm going to say the twist now because it, for, for the, the sake of the next episode. So if you don't want to know the twist, then, then just skip forward. Um, so it turns out, well, no, just, you know, roughly 20 minutes in, we finish yeah, the song it's, it's and we go into the story. To, 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 you know, talk about a film without saying something yeah. like that. You just well, normally to. I wouldn't give anyway. So this little girl, Esther, it turns out that she's actually a 33 year old woman passing herself off as a little girl. Yes. And she's psycho. Yes. Absolutely psycho. Yes. So that is the twist at the very end. Treated of the like film. a child because she does look like a child. Yeah. But it's not, I mean, you know, but I mean, I think the acting is pretty good. The film's okay, yeah. but it's yeah, such yeah. a good twist. And I think it's really original. Absolutely. You didn't see it coming. No. Which not I, at it was all. really cool. It, when, I remember the first time I saw it in the cinema, I think feeling quite, because um, uh, that sort of a cold chill go through me when they actually revealed who she really was. Um, I think it was done brilliantly. Yeah. And I, like they, they held it off for a really long time as well. Yeah. There was a really substantial build. Yeah. And it just wasn't one of those twists you saw coming, which is nice. Um, it did feel a little bit of that subgenre of films where, like, there's a twist coming, there's a twist coming, can you guess the twist? You won't guess the twist. And it, it's, it's all kind of built on there's something here. Well, you, kind of think you just have to kind of sit there and wait for it or try and figure it out. Because it's a horror for me thinking, all right, is she possessed? Is she, like, mm. the Antichrist? Is she, is she a de- you know, something yeah. from the devil? Because like, it's not actually paranormal, is it? Um, no. In a sense. Um, but they, they play on the fact they know you are watching a horror film. Yeah. So there's a few bits. So like in the first few minutes, like the, the the mother has her bathroom cabinet mirror. She's looking in and then she closes the door. And, oh, it's her husband behind her. Yeah. Things like that. You're like, oh, that's that's fun. You're expecting this girl to be haunted by something. Yeah. But it's not. It's it's no. something. And I'll I'll in I'll go into this a bit later. Something that could and has happened in real life, which always makes it a bit a bit scarier to know that it's <laughs> you know this has actually happened. <laughs> Um, anything you want to say about the film? I mean, I thought, you know, acting, script, pretty, pretty decent, I'd say. Yeah, yeah, solid. I, I think the girl who played the lead, she did an excellent Brilliantly, job. Brilliantly, yeah. Um, she, she does really well. I, yeah, in both films, and I was branching to the next one, but second she's film. very good. Yeah, we'll, we'll go into the second film next time. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, it, it, it is well put together. Um, but yeah, the story itself, it didn't leave too much of an impact on me, somehow I found. Okay. Um, yeah, it didn't stay in my mind that long this film but maybe it's just you know i didn't see it in the cinema i didn't see it with this big build-up we just watched it and thought, oh that's fine i think yeah it's down to uh down to personal opinion the first time i saw it it did leave again because of the twist and and because I, I just really enjoyed it it's a good solid film um and it's one of those films like if it's been a while i'm always happy to watch it again i always really enjoy seeing it okay but that's just me you're probably not alone in that. No. I imagine it has some kind of cult status. Otherwise, it wouldn't have got a prequel. Well, I think um, Esther, the little girl, or not the little girl, it has become a bit of a horror cult icon. Oh, you, you could completely see that. Yeah. Um, I mean, she's well suited to it. Yeah, she's pretty... The character it's, it's is, got, is cool. Um, well, yeah. I can't never remember the name of the actress, but the same actress who plays um, Lorraine Warren in the Conjuring films. And um, she's in Bates Motel. You know, that she's, she's yes. basically... 
the one of the the classic horror actresses out there at the moment. Um, she's got a funny name, Verma or something. I don't know, Verma. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> it's almost like you could have IMDb'd it. Before I could have done before you, we pressed record, but you um, didn't. I might even have but it I on like my that. screen. This isn't, there's an honesty here. Yeah. Well, you know, we just do this podcast for fun, don't we? Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I mean, I think it's a good solid watch. There's some really um, creep, you know, because it's to do with children as well. There's some quite shocking moments because she really goes to town on her younger siblings or her adopted younger siblings, at yes. times, doesn't she? Yeah. You're just thinking they can't do that. They go, oh, they've done that. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, it's it's one of my favourites. I really like it. I'm, I'm glad. I just wish there was more I could say because I wish I could remember it, frankly. But yeah. So. Um, would you just like to hear, before we play our songs, just a quick background as to what this film is based I on? I really would like to hear that. I think that'll be much more uh, interesting to listen to. I think that'd be pretty cool. Um, because this is actually, you know, it did happen. Um, and uh, it's not our main <laughs> story because it's not paranormal. But um, Not everything has to be paranormal, you know. So the the, um, the film Orphan is based on um, a lady called Barbara from from the Czech. Um, Czech okay, Spakia, okay. Um, Czech who, Republic Czech nowadays. Republic, okay. Um, who passed herself off as a, a little boy called Adam. Oh, so okay. this little this little boy called Adam, he was thirteen and he disappeared and she and reappeared. Um well, that's, the guys that's all of quite familiar, Barbara. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. She went to live with two sisters who had, you know, lived there with their own kids mm-hmm. and um basically imprisoned these children, made them you know, um sleep in the basement, locked them up for days, made them I don't really know why the sisters put up with it, but yeah, anyway, eventually this, this Maybe you boy, just had to be there. <laughs> Yeah, this boy was uh, discovered to be a, a woman and uh, arrested. Um, that's the very short version. Wow. Um, but then after Orphan came out, um, 10 years later, there was another case. Of, really? Um, there was um, of an Indiana couple adopting um, a six-year-old called Natalie who had a form of dwarf- dwarfism. Oh, okay. Okay, I can see where they're picking it from turns out, Nat- Nat- oh, sorry, it's not Natalie, it's... Um, Natalia. Natalia. That's it. Sorry, it's my dyslexia. Almost like the, the chocolate spread, but not quite. <laughs> Natalia. Slightly more scary. <laughs> um, yeah, so Natalia was, of course, not uh, six. She was 22. Okay. I mean, that's amazing, really. Wow. I know. I mean, th- just the idea that a, a 22-year-old could look six. I know. that That's it, really. Um, obviously, Oof. after a while, Natalia started acting strangely. She was threatening people in the family. She once tried to uh, pour bleach into uh, Christine's coffee. Christine was the adoptive mother. Mm -hmm. Um, And they began to suspect that she wasn't actually a child. Well, that sounds even closer to the film, doesn't it? Exactly. But funny, this happened after the film was made. I mean, maybe it was an inspiration. Maybe they used the film as an inspiration. Uh, It's freaky. Um, well, the unsettling thought there is that, well, of all the various horror films we watch, which ones are inspiration? Well, yeah, exactly, for, for these crazy people. Um, and, yeah, another funny fact, they, they became uh, suspicious of Natalia because of her sophisticated vocabulary, lack of um, interest in toys, and medical tests supposedly showing that she had the bone density and teeth of an adult. I mean, but then if you adopt a child, you're not going to automatically double-check their bone density, are you? I mean, not on the first day. No. no. Um, so yeah, so crazy, you know, insane stories that before and after the film. And I'm wondering. It's even if, stranger that, that that happened afterwards. I think. I mean, maybe this film wasn't you know, a massive blockbuster success or something, but still. Well, he's uh, a bit of a cult. I think quite, I said Esther, sizable, the wasn't character it? of Esther is, you know, a bit yeah. of a cult. And I'm wondering if Natalia saw that and went, hmm, I could do that. 
I look or, very young. Or did young. she think, oh no, my cover's blown. <laughs> Maybe. Um, so yeah, so those are... Mind those you, are... actually it would have been quite strange if parents had taken what they thought was a six-year-old into that see that film. That would be a little bit irresponsible. You wouldn't take a six-year-old. No, exactly. So how but would she have seen out, it? It came out 10... She did this 10 years after the film came out. I suppose she could have easily found it online somewhere or rented the video. Yeah, I'm thinking like if she was going to get the idea. I think, hmm. But she wasn't six, Vince, when the film came out. She would have been a grown woman. She would have been 12 when the film came out. She was 22 when she carried out this bizarre... But if she always looked six... Yes. That's difficult for a oh, six-year-old, in air quotes, to watch this film. But, but I, think if, I think you can make yourself look six, can't you? Or she can make she, herself yeah, look she six. Could. But then when she didn't want to look six, she didn't look six. I mean, you know, we all know if I, if I, if I, um, like right now, I don't have no makeup on, my hair scraped up, I look about 12. She was even more so, you know, so I'm guessing she just (laughs) really went for it. I don't know. I don't think you look 12. Well, you know, I I look. And I'm quite glad. I look younger than, anyway. Anyway, you can make yourself look younger. This lady having dwarfism Mm. and would have looked much younger than she was naturally doing certain things like putting your hair in pigtails and wearing certain clothes, you'd make yourself look like a child, I'm guessing. Uh, clearly. Um, so, yeah, those are just um, a couple of um, couple of cases of uh, this film, you know, behind this film. Um, hope we've hmm. not confused everyone too much for that. I think that they might be entirely confused. Okay, good. Well, sorry about and that. And that's probably all right. Cool. Should we play our songs? <laughs> yeah, I, I would like to know what, what you've come out with. Cool. Um, I haven't heard it yet. So. If you guys can hear squeaking in the background, it's my new chair. And I'm very it's sorry about that. It's <laughs> the chair that's underneath her bottom. I would worry if my bum was making that noise. <laughs> the dark thing is they probably couldn't quite hear it until you've drawn attention to it. And now, and now of course it won't do it. No, it won't do it. Oh, oh there you go. Yeah, there you go. There you go. There you go. There you go. Um, right. We're very distracted Let's now. Let's stop with this nonsense. Come on. Yes, let's have some musical nonsense. You know what, nonsense. it was so peaceful last week when you weren't here chatting bollocks. I mean... <laughs> well, yeah. Go on then. Let's... Did you miss me? No, let's hear your song. Okay, let's hear some, let's hear some nonsense. I'm an orphan And the family that surround me Make sure I'm lonely I'm an orphan And I hang around the UV paint too often Do you love me? Or have things gone straight? I'm an orphan Do I have courage? Why do I have something else? I think it's more the words I'm ridiculous I'm feeling very particular about my world I'm an orphan And I wonder about my family And I won't kill them But they are listening to everyone that I say I'm an orphan And the fires start around me When I'm angry But I'm so outwardly appealing Accept me What an interesting song Tell me where I belong Tell me what's going on Or suggest where I went wrong What's the message in this song Where are the lessons in this song Mind if I piano along Except me
Excuse me, I read that wrong. I'm an adult. <laughs> We've both done the same thing at the end of our songs, but look, you'll see in a minute. Okay, um, all, all right, right. I'm looking forward to that. All right, Maestro suddenly turned into a, a professional pianist. Oh, yeah, 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 <laughs> definitely. <laughs> That's very clever, though, because she is um, in the film, along with her being an amazing artist. She's, she's a very accomplished pianist. Yeah. Which um, makes her even creepier because you're like, you're only nine. How have you managed to learn how to play like that? Absolutely. Oh, because you're 33. Yes. Um, well, even so, I mean, yeah. you know. You, I like that. that. I'm an orphan. I might kill you. I might not. Depends. Yeah. I, 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 most of the things I could remember were in the song. Yes. <laughs> no, I, I, I like that. That came out fairly quickly after the, we watched the film. Yeah. Which is yeah. Helpful. I enjoyed that. Would Good. you like to hear mine? Very much. Go for it. Excellent. child, such a shy little thing, clever and meek, so humbling, aims and hits you in the heart, makes you fall for her, so cute, black bands around both her wrists, a charming sweet old fashioned dress, the perfect little lady is, keeping the biggest secrets, intriguing, we need to talk about Esther, she really impressed you, you want to protect her, She's pale like Uncle Fester. She's a bright type, likes her arts and crafts type, kind of antichrist type, might seduce your dad type. She's a wild child. Yikes. Yikes. See now, here comes a twist. You don't know who this really is. She might just let you live if you play with her. I'm scared. She will wait to take control. Possess you, body, mind, and soul. She may seem evil, but she just wants to be loved. She's a bright type, likes her arts and crafts type, kind of antichrist type, might seduce your dad type. She's a wild child. Yikes. Yikes. wants to be loved funny way to go about it mate well yeah that's fair isn't it <laughs> <laughs> look if billy eilish comes for me it she probably wasn't, wasn't the same going to until you said it there <laughs> yes i'm sure she listens to our podcast oh yeah undoubtedly look, just give me it all right it's it, i've been playing that song that we won't mention with my band and it was stuck in my head and it absolutely lends you itself you bad 
person. Oh, very funny. I, like to be honest, your sound didn't sound too similar to that. Right, there, there is there you're... is certain bits where you're like, hang on, wait a minute. But I did do that complete rip off of um, Hey Mickey ages ago, <laughs> and just occasionally you're like, oh, that song so lends itself. So I hope you enjoyed it. I was quite pleased with that. I did enjoy that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's come out really well. Um, and really nice pre-chorus. I like some of your lyrics there. Thank That's you. Very fun. Hey, thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Yeah, no, I, I, I really enjoyed doing that one. I um, can tell. Yeah. You can, you can tell when there's a song that you've enjoyed making. Yeah. Do you, do you know when I, when I was putting the words together, this is going off track a little bit, but I work, um, where I work, we've got, um, one of the places I work, we've got um, some donkeys. Small children that Small are actually children. adults. Yeah. yeah, no, we've got some donkeys. And occasionally I get taken out from doing activities and asked to muck the donkeys out. Oh. I was literally shoveling donkey poo, thinking, well, not that came later. It was more the, oh. it was more the she's a bright type. I was literally got the, um, oh, yeah, yeah. the lyrics of that song that we don't mention in my head. And I was thinking, okay, that could be that. That could Bad be that. that donkey. Could be, Bad, yeah, more shit. All right, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> well, it works. Yeah, I think it's, so. It's just a framework for you to have put new material on. That's fine. That's fine. Precisely. Excellent. So, Vincent, we've yes. already heard about. Now I sound like now I feel like I'm in trouble. Yeah. Uh, well, you are always. Oh. We've now heard about um uh, the sort of inspiration behind the film Orphan. Yeah. But as I said, not not really paranormal. And and it's I realized not... because you were doing it before we done the songs. Mm. Well, this can't be the no the the later bit. So I thought you mean the story. Yeah. <laughs> the later bit sounds uh, ominous. Um, I thought so. We've got the character of Esther, who is a creepy child. You know, absolutely. Think. Yeah. Um. So we thought we'd have a look at um another creepy child who is dead. Perfect. Or turns out to be dead. It's um, quite broad. Yeah, yeah. Well, we've got a good old-fashioned ghost story here, I think. Oh, it's, okay. It's, um, I okay. say old-fashioned. It was only, um, this was only in the late 80s. So, <laughs> 1987. So it's, so it's, so it's younger than me. Um, yes. I how old you are. <laughs> Not younger than me, though, can I add. So, I said a good old-fashioned ghost story as in, like, it's yeah, a good yeah. old, you know. It's it, classics yes. and... Um, but yes, no, the, the nice thing about this is it, it was, it's, it's a, a recent story. So, well, compared to uh, Victorian times. Um, are you ready? Absolutely. I'm quite, in, quite curious about this. And it's also set in the UK, which is nice. Well, the UK is quite scary. Yeah. Well, so, you know, a lot yeah. of our uh, stories come from America. We've, which is bizarre because lots of traditional creepy Victorian stuff yeah. obviously happens in the UK. Well, you know, yeah. we've looked around the world and it's nice yeah. to come back, come back to home um, every now and then. Yeah. Home. Creepy children. Creepy children. Creepy, Are you creepy ready? Creepy dead kids. Are yeah. you ready? Creepy dead kids episode title. And this creepy dead kids. Yeah, creepy dead kids. <laughs> this story is creepy dead kids. Are you ready? I haven't actually given it a name, so we'll call it that. Creepy dead kids. Creepy it is. dead kids. Creepy dead kids. Creepy dead kids. Creepy dead kids. It's the creepy dead kids. The creepy dead kids. Anyway, he's he's high. So some isn't? people. We have no idea what the hell has just no, happened. No, listen to episode two of our podcast oh. if you don't know what that is. Um, right. Oh. Uh, yes. Uh, okay, deep breath. Sensible heads on now. I'm not used to this. Then let's begin. The following story takes place in a country village just outside Manchester in the UK. In June 1987, Nick and Jane Barlett moved temporarily into an old house with their two little girls, Amy and Rebecca. They were just staying there until they'd finalised the move into their new home. The house was old and beautiful, set in the idyllic English countryside. 
The family felt lucky and excited that they were given the chance to live there. However, there's always a however, isn't there? I'd hope so. Otherwise, this is a bit of a strange <laughs> and It was ghost lovely. Story. And after a few months, they went and lived in their new home. And it was all lovely. The end. Oh. Not really. Good. However, it wasn't long before strange things began to happen. Jane began to feel uncomfortable, as if something was watching her at times. Whenever she walked into the living room, which was at the front of the house, she always felt a coldness. There was often, too, the most dreadful stench of decay. Jane did her best to reason that it was an old house and the place was bound to feel cold. With the children at school and her husband at work, she was alone in the house regularly. She was bound to imagine things being on her own in such an old place, right? Then, one day, she made her way into the breakfast room to find that one of the old paintings on the wall was hanging upside down. Perfect. Neither of the children had been tall enough to reach it. She herself had to stand on a chair to correct the picture. Of course, her husband Nick could have done it as a practical joke, but why would he? And still, Jane could feel a presence following her, watching her. She kept smelling the same rotten odour of decay. Sometimes, door handles would turn by themselves. Often, Jane would hear a knock at the front door. Of course, there would be no one there when she answered it. Soon, the rest of the family began to experience strange things too. Naturally, or supernaturally. One evening, Nick was having a bath when there was a sudden commotion at the bathroom door. Someone was hammering on it, trying to turn the handle. A bit like you do after you've eaten something that's really disagreed with you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Nick hurriedly scrabbled out of the bath, yelling for them to hang on and pulled a towel around himself. When he finally opened the door, the corridor was empty. But again, Nick suspected it was just a practical joke, although his family was adamant that it wasn't them. Also, I'd like to point out, a house that big, there's bound to be more than one bathroom. Well, exactly. That's the other thing I'd like to point out. Yeah. Unlike our little flat. <laughs> it's fine. Only two of us. Get the fuck out of there! Joking. One day, Jane was home alone watching TV. There was music on the programme, and she became slowly aware that someone was whistling, harmonising perfectly with the tune on the show. It wasn't coming from the TV, though. It was coming from the hallway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jane bravely went to investigate, but found nothing. Neither did she find the source of someone walking up around upstairs, backwards and forwards, using a walking stick, either. Day by day, the events grew odder and odder, and Nick and Jane grew more and more uneasy. They were worried that these strange happenings would have a negative effect on the children. So far, the little girls had seemed oblivious as to what was going on, but that soon changed. One night, Jane lay awake listening to Rebecca chatting away to somebody. Thinking that her daughter was sleep-talking, Jane went to check on her. When she entered the room, Rebecca was clearly awake and talking to thin air. This is going to go well, isn't it? Yep, always does. Who are you talking to? said Jane. To you, Mummy, said Rebecca. You were standing outside for ages outside my bedroom door. A chill ran down Jane's spine. She'd only been in bed up till that point. From then on, events escalated. The lounge was always freezing cold. Nick and Jane's bedroom 
was above the lounge, and that was always cold too, and sometimes they would feel icy fingers brush their faces as they lay in bed. It seemed that whatever this force was, it was getting stronger. Jane decided that Rebecca and Amy should sleep together in the same room. Whenever she'd been in Rebecca's room recently, she'd been struck by a real feeling of fear and dread. There was another reason too. Amy had been waking up every morning crying and depressed for no obvious reason. Then, one day, Jane was coming in to the house from the garden. She suddenly felt a powerful shove in between her shoulder blades. It sent her sprawling into the wall of the house. Shocked, she lay on the floor in pain. It was so bad that she couldn't get up again. With the rest of the family out, Jane crawled into the house and managed to call an ambulance. After being examined, it turned out that Jane had broken her arm and her foot. The doctors questioned her, asking who on earth had pushed her so violently. Jane was allowed to return home to recover. Her arm was in a sling and her foot in a boot. She needed a stick to walk around. During this time of recovery, Jane became very short-tempered and was often quick to anger. The family put it down to her frustration of being injured. Still, the behavior was very out of character. In early November, Jane sat with her bandaged foot resting on a piano stool. Near her, Amy sat chatting away and playing happily. Suddenly, the little girl was picked clean off the ground and flung across the room. By some miracle, she only had a few bumps and bruises. Four days later, Jane was resting her foot on the piano stool again. Suddenly, the stool was whipped away and her injured foot crashed painfully to the floor. Later that day, quite understandably, Jane went to light a cigarette and it burst into flames before her very eyes. By now, things were happening at all hours of the day. The cold chill, the stench of decay, the sound of the walking stick thumping along the floor. But the final straw came when Amy, who was making her way down the stairs, was again picked up and thrown to the bottom of the steps. Nick and Jane called in a team of paranormal investigators. Right. I'm surprised it took them that long, actually. Well, you know, you go to the Yellow Pages. Yeah, how'd you call one in the 80s? I mean, now you're just like... Well, actually, in the 80s, it was easy. You just yelled Ghostbusters. <laughs> Everyone knows that. <laughs> On a dreary Sunday afternoon, the paranormal team arrived. One of them, Diane, looked up to the house for the first time. She spied a little boy looking through the window on the top floor. Oh, that must be their son, she thought. They came in and were welcomed by Nick and Jane. As they were having coffee, Jane said, Rebecca and um, Amy aren't here, our daughters. They've gone away to their grandmas for the day. We thought it was best they weren't around for this. Oh, Diane was surprised. But your son is here. I saw him through the window when we arrived. Confused, she looked at Nick and Jane. The colour had drained from their faces. We, we haven't got a son, said Nick, gripping his wife's arm. The team got to work quickly. Diane, who was searching an ancient chest of drawers, stumbled across some old black and white photos. She took them straight to Nick and Jane. I've never seen these before, said Jane. They must belong to someone else. They look very old. It's just... Diane's heart was banging very hard as she pointed to a shaking finger at a figure in the photo. That's him. That's the little boy I saw at your window. They figured out between them that the room the boy must have been in was now Amy's room. From the photo, they were able to start to piece together some historical insights. 
So I've missed out a bit here. I'm guessing they went to the library and did a bit of digging, okay? And this is what they came up with. The records show that two ladies and two young boys had once lived in the house. One of the ladies, the boy's governess, had been incredibly cruel and violent, regularly beating the little boys. She would use a walking stick to hit them with, which she needed for an injured left leg. More often than not, the boys would hear the stick through the house coming towards them and would shake with fear in their little boots. The younger of the boys was especially terrified of the governess. His room was now Amy's room. The little boy would spend hours and hours in there crying with fear. This may explain why little Amy would often wake up weeping in the morning. Jane thought back to when herself, she herself had been walking around with a stick. She remembered how unusually short-tempered and irritable she'd been. She'd even shouted at the children with an anger that she'd not been able to control. (laughs) Was the governess trying to mould her into her own image? The thought was terrifying. The team performed a blessing on the house in the hope that they would banish the evil governess and release the poor boy from her clutches once and for all. Do you think it worked? Uh, I don't know. We don't know. Oh, okay. Shortly it's after, not the only one. Shortly after, the family were due to move out and start their life in their new home. So pretty much after the blessing had happened, they left the house. So they didn't stick around to see if the blessing had worked or not. Well, that's a bit mean. So far, nothing's been reported. Um, from anyone that's lived there since, so we can only hope that the house is now quiet, calm, and peaceful. Hmm. I'm guessing as there's been no more reports, it's probably okay. I mean, who knows? Would the reports have been in the same place in the same way as other reports? Would they be stitched together? I don't know. So, who knows? Who knows? Good Mm. story, though, isn't it? Yeah, it's a good story. I also like that it's a lot more modern than other places. Yeah. Like, like someone whistling along to the TV. That's not something we get most of the time in. No, that would be know, really The regular freaky. tropes of horror films or anything like that. That's, that's yeah, quite nice. That would be really, really freaky, I think. Yeah, it would. Um, so there you have it. Um, I just thought because of the, the little ghost boy and the governess, I mean, it's, it's a sort of orphanage, isn't it? With the, the, two, um, the two women and the two little boys type of thing? I don't know. I don't know. You know <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think it's too much of a worry. No. Um, <laughs> I hope you enjoyed it. I did. I hope other people did. Yeah, well, it's, I think it's pretty creepy and there's some great pictures because um, obviously this was a true case. So there are pictures of the governess. There are pictures of the little boys. So we can post those, which are, you know, the real life pictures. I don't know. The only thing it didn't mention is when um, this governess and the little boys were supposed to be around. Mm. I mean, I'm guessing Victorian. I don't know. I need to look at the pictures. Victorian Edwardian times. But yeah, I don't know. But I just hope um, if it is all true and it's the case that they did find peace. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah. Be interesting to talk to anyone who's been in the house or lived in the house. Maybe we need to take a trip to Manchester. There are worse reasons. Yeah. I've been to Manchester for many years. Never been, don't think so. Ah. No, never yeah, been that's to Manchester. A, that's a cool place. Okay. Awesome. Trip to Manchester. Maybe. <laughs> cool. Well, that's it, really. A little bit of a shorter episode, but that's okay, isn't it? I think so. Yeah. I think that's all right. Bye. Bye. Quality, not quantity. Exactly. Um. So... Big thanks to all of our new listeners um, and new followers on Instagram. Thank you very much. Thank you. Lovely to meet you all, see you all. Um, Keep uh, commenting, keep sending us messages. We love hearing from you, don't we? We do. Vincey, Vincey, Vincey. What? Vincey, Vincey, Vincey. (laughs) Oh, it's in case I forgot my name again. Yes, which happens regularly. It's not that regular. Is it that regular? I've forgotten. Well done. As usual, you can get on touch with us. On touch? On touch. touch. You can get on. <laughs> get on touch with us. <laughs> um, mm. On our private line. <laughs> <laughs>
Sorry, you can tell that um, Vince has been away and I've been on my own. Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, you, yeah. Can, you can get in touch with us in the usual way. You can email us at ghostgiguk at gmail.com. That is ghostgiguk at gmail.com. Why are you laughing? <laughs> I don't know. Why are you laughing? Um, <laughs> people are going to be listening to us going, what the hell? I think they do that anyway. Oh, probably. That's, maybe that's part of the appeal. If you're still listening, you're know. very loyal. Thank you. And I'm sorry. Um, yeah, one year of utter from us <laughs> um, yeah so do email us you can find us on social media just search the ghost gig and you should find us yeah we're there we're we there. Are there send us your spooky real life paranormal stories if you have one or send us your um, films that you'd like us to write songs about yeah actually that'd be quite fun to do wouldn't yeah. it do you have anything else to add I don't believe I do at this point okay brilliant yeah. I th- guess we'll sign off then Sorry about that. Thing to do, yeah. Um, hope we haven't ruined you. Kind of caught me off guard. Yeah. Like, I, I could have prepared something probably, but I've, I've, like a little dance. I've, I've been working at work a lot. And, and I've <laughs> come in and I've oh, been working at work a lot. I do that. Yeah. <laughs> now we don't need to know about your work. That's no, it's very boring. I'd rather not think about it. Um, cool. Well, we'll be back in a couple of weeks, and hope. Yeah, we will. We will. Right. Thanks, everyone. Goodbye. Goodbye. Mm.